Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 72 of the Website Coach Podcast. And before I get into this week's episode, can I just say a massive thank you. The podcast this month, this is January 2023, has actually hit a record number of downloads for this podcast. And it's not even the end of January. So I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast this month, whether this is your first episode or whether you have been listening to a number of them. Because one of the things I have noticed this month is from the number of downloads, there's been a lot of people who have been binge listening to several episodes. So thank you. It means a lot to me. And it also means that this podcast can grow um, because places like Apple and Spotify will share it with more people if they think people are liking it. So thank you. Okay, on with the show. So this week, I want to talk about why building relationships is key to business success. And first of all, a question for you. Do you invest in building relationships as part of your business? Or are you more transactional? As in, you just want to serve clients what they need and move on. And there's no wrong answer. There are many people who've built successful businesses that way. But I think building strong relationships makes it more likely your business will be a success. And to be honest, more enjoyable too. And today, I'm going to talk about why that is. And in a future episode, I'll be talking about how you can build such relationships. Now, I'm no relationship counsellor, so I'm talking about business relationships, not personal ones. Although, of course, there can be crossover between the two. So why should you invest in building business relationships? Well, first of all, it gets you clients. And I think that's what we all want, right? And I want to start by telling you the story of an estate agent. Now, you might think of estate agents as very transactional. They're out to get their commission and move on to the next sale. Richard was different. Many years ago, we knew we were going to need to move house. The beautiful country cottage that we had owned and had suited us so well as a couple just wasn't ideal for a family. Now, it was a unique property. It had been the gardener's cottage for a big house. And we'd done quite a lot of work to the house. And we just, as you know, know <laughs> with these things, we didn't know what it might be worth so that we couldn't even begin to look at other properties. And we popped in to see the estate agent who had sold us the house. He dismissively told us the house would be worth about whatever percentage more than we had paid. And when we explained we'd spent a lot of money extending it and redecorating, he told us, add the cost of that on too, although you'll be lucky to be get it all back. We then called the agents where Richard worked. He came out to see us, an immediate improvement. And we chatted not just about the house, the state of the market, where we were looking to move to, etc., probably had this conversation hundreds, thousands of times before. But he was interested in us and our house. And it was clear he knew a lot of the houses in the area we were interested in moving to. And which ones might be coming available that were in our price range. And crucially, he mentioned that he had been visiting some of the houses and chatting to the owners for years. Building relationships with the owners. 
This not only meant that, when they decided to sell, they would be calling Richard, but it also showed potential buyers he was the one who really knew that area. And it won't come as a surprise to you to know that when we were ready to move, we put our house on the market with Richard's firm. Estate agent number one was not happy, I can tell you. He'd assumed, because we had bought the house from him, he would get the sale. But we had no relationship with him, and frankly, was unimpressed with his lack of effort when we wanted to know the approximate value. And when you have a solid connection with your potential customers, they are more likely to give you your business. They're more likely to continue to purchase from you and recommend you to others. And when I look at where I get my business from, a lot of it is relationships. People I've met at networking events, online or through others, and even repeat clients. And this dwarfs the number that I get through SEO. And that's despite ranking highly, even number one, for a number of search terms. And I get a lot of traffic to my website through SEO. Relationships also dwarfs cold Instagram leads, which I get quite a number of too. Although Instagram is slightly confusing because it can also be used to build relationships. So the second reason I think it's worth investing in business relationships are the clients that come through that are more loyal. Every Easter time, another story for you, (laughs) we go on holiday to the same hotel in the Lake District. We've been going for over 20 years. That's a long time. The first year, there were just four of us, me, my parents and my brother. And we're now 11 as the family has expanded. And it's a fabulous hotel in a beautiful setting. But there are other fabulous hotels in beautiful settings elsewhere in the lakes too. So why do we go back to this one? Why have we been back for over 20 years? So it's family run. A lot of the staff have been there many years. They know us. They chat with us. They tell the children how they've grown. They commented on my daughter's dresses at dinner when she was small, asking for a twirl and making her feel like a princess. They recommend places for us to walk and wines for us to drink at dinner. We've built up a relationship. Why risk going anywhere else when we know and like this hotel and the people who run it? And that's the thing. When you have strong relationships with your customers, they're more likely to be loyal to your business. They'll be more likely to purchase from you again. They'll also be more likely to recommend your business to others which is what we all want, right? And I'll add that when times are tough, they're more likely to help you out. I know I'm more accommodating of someone needing more time to do something because, you know, life happens, family members get ill, etc. if I've built up a relationship with them beforehand. The third reason is you can provide a better service or product and it will improve your marketing too. So. Understanding your target audience is critical when it comes to marketing your business. I'm not just talking about the demographics here, but I'm talking about understanding why they're looking for a product or service like the one you provide, what their pain points are, what concerns they have, what they're hoping for, and what their values are, and also how they express this. And once you understand this, you can ensure your products or services meet those needs. And if they don't already, then you can adjust them. And 
Crucially, I think, you can use that knowledge in your marketing, especially if you know the kind of words and phrases that they use. You can appeal to those pain points, you can overcome the concerns, and you can show you share the same values. That's if you do, of course. And of course, best way to get to understand your target audience is to spend the time getting to know them, talking to them, listening to them, and understanding them, building up a relationship. Reason number four, it can lead to collaborations and other opportunities. And I think this one is a big Building strong relationships with others who share a similar target audience is, I think, one of the best ways to accelerate growth in your business. It's not to say you wouldn't get there, but it just happens quicker. And there are three reasons. First, it can get you in front of potential clients who don't know you. So when I think about this podcast, guest interviews are all either clients or others who I've built up a strong relationship with. I don't accept cold pitches. I know many, some podcast hosts do, and I get a lot of cold pitches, believe me. If you want to be a guest on any podcast, speak in an event, present in a business group, etc., I strongly recommend building up a relationship with the host first. Your pitch is more likely to be accepted if you do. The second reason is it can improve your own service if you can introduce other complementary businesses. People who share the same ethos and values as you, and people who appeal to the same target audience. So what do I mean by that? Well, I often get asked for recommendations for graphic designers, branding photographers, copywriters, etc. Because they go so well with the website. And by knowing businesses that provide these services, I can recommend them to clients, to my clients' benefit. I often joke that they're getting access to my little black book. And one really good example of this is when I was building the new website for Seven Oaks Karate. And they asked for a recommendation for a branding photographer. I knew one who actually specialised in photographing women, but let's put that to one side. <laughs> I knew one that took a lot of dance photos. And because I built up a relationship with her, I was aware that she actually practised karate. And I knew she would be the perfect choice. She understood karate and she understood how to get a really good branding photo. And she was. Photographs are fantastic. And often I'll help with the brief too, because I understand the client and also I know the uh, photographer or copywriter, etc. And of course, I understand what I need to build their website too. And the third reason for building relationships with others who've got similar target audience is it can get you clients. I recommend graphic designers, branding photographers, copywriters, etc. that I know. And of course, that I know will do a good job for my clients. That's very important. And they recommend me. And when I come recommended from a professional or client, it makes it much easier to convert that lead into a client. So spending time with other small business owners that have a similar target audience to you can be hugely beneficial. And not all relationships are going to be fruitful but the ones that are will be very worthwhile. Okay, so the fifth reason for building business relationships generally is it's more fun. We're social animals. When you're working on your own in a business, it can get lonely. You start talking to yourself. Oh, well, maybe that's just me. <laughs> you can get frustrated over the smallest things. 
usually because it's not just that one small thing. It might be the one that's broken the camel's back, so to speak. And having relationships with other small business owners makes running your own business much more fun. When you've had a bad day, a week, ranting to others who understand can be helpful. They listen and understand. They can put things into perspective. They might have ideas for you. And if you find the right business buddies, they'll share things that have worked for them or tools they find useful. My family became bored of my chat GPT talk within about 30 seconds, but my business friends are excited about what it can bring. And of course, business friends are not just there for the lows. We all know that running a small business is a roller coaster of a journey. I love celebrating the success of other small business owners. In my marketing membership, we've got a Friday post where we celebrate our successes. Sometimes it might just be surviving the week. Other times it might be new clients, new skills, new collaborations, or having posted on Instagram and just hitting the mark. It's always more fun to celebrate with others, others who get it. So there we have it. Five reasons why you should build strong business relationships with your clients, your target audience, and other small business owners. And in a nutshell, it can bring you clients, recommendations, repeat clients, and joy. (laughs) And that last one is just as important as all the rest. So you can and should be forming deep and meaningful connections to help your business thrive and to help you thrive in business too. So how do you build strong relationships? Well, this episode is long enough already, so I'm going to leave you hanging and I'm going to talk about that more in a future episode. But I will say it involves meeting people, giving value and going above and beyond to ensure clients have a good experience of working with you. You also need to be consistent. I've talked about this many times, but being reliable and dependable will make others trust you more. In-person networking, fairs and social media are great ways to connect and build relationships. Social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and even TikTok can be powerful tools for sharing valuable content, engaging with your followers, and connecting with other industry professionals. But don't mistake likes and follows for relationships. They're not the same. Relationships are much deeper. And building strong relationships takes time and effort. It's not something that happens overnight. So... Be patient and continue in your efforts to connect with others. Always be open to new opportunities to build relationships. I was at a networking event during the week and it was great to actually meet people who I already knew and develop those relationships and also meet new people. So remember, strong relationships are the foundation of a successful business. So make it a priority. And it's certainly a focus of mine this year. And you can watch your business soar. That's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me. Whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.